my little strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstitions. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern day entertainment, and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. And now time for some everyday folklore. strangelings are you ready for october because i am today is a bit of an experiment this is the first time i am simultaneously video recording and audio recording for the podcast and for youtube i'm doing this for a few different reasons mostly i don't really have a reason to wear a bra and get myself ready for the day because i'm just at home alone out of work putting everything I have into this podcast and YouTube channel. So I thought it would be a good excuse to actually make a real human being out of me. Ha! Can't see it on the podcast, but I just flipped my hair. So bear with me while I figure this out. So since these two podcasts that I am posting today, speaking to the future, Friday, October 2nd, if I get all my shiznes together, I will post two. And hopefully I will post one every Friday for the month of October because this is the prime month for my niche. So wish me luck. Also, I've put a little bit of a Halloween decoration up in my room. You can't see it on the podcast, but I have a flat cutout of a skull and I put a little orange face mask on it because I wanted to forever remember the woes of 2020. So since this episode of the podcast is focused on ghosts, I decided to look a little bit at cemeteries and graveyards. So do you know the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard? Cemeteries refer to large burial grounds that are not affiliated with a church. A graveyard, on the other hand, refers to a burial ground that is located on a church property. I totally thought it was the other way around. And on the topics of graveyards and cemeteries, have you ever heard of a potter's field? Now this I find very interesting. A potter's field, or another term would be a pauper's grave, or a common grave, is a place for the burial of unknown or unclaimed people. A potter's field is of biblical origin, referring to Alcadema, meaning field of blood in Aramaic. The first potter's field was stated to have been purchased with the coins that had been paid to Judas Iscariot for his identification and betrayal of Jesus Christ. That betrayal led to his crucifixion. The infamous 30 pieces of silver. That is a lot of lore in itself, but we'll take it one step at a time. After the crucifixion, Judas Iscariot committed suicide. The 30 pieces of silver was referred to as blood money and nobody knew what to do with it until eventually priests are stated to have purchased land with the coins for the burial of strangers, criminals, and the poor. 
prior to Alkeldama's use of a burial ground, it had been a site where potters collected high-quality, deeply red clay for the production of ceramics, thus the name Potter's Field. Now, are there Potter's Fields today? Yes, there are. One of the best-known ones here in the U.S. is on Hart Island in New York. There's different YouTube videos you can watch where you can see where you can see that site and, and all of the things that go into it. Usually it's a place where, again, unclaimed people are buried, sometimes homeless people or just a John Doe or a Jane Doe. There's a little history for you to start off your October month. I hope that you take time to watch scary movies and also pleasant Halloween movies like Hocus Pocus, eat candy and drink apple cider. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. All right. Welcome to Folklore Friday. I'm your host, Megan, and today I'm joined by my husband, Chris. Hello, everyone. And our friends, Nathan. Hello. And Cecily. Hello. <laughs> um, I didn't tell you guys. So I had a friend that was listening to one of the unicorn ones, and she was like, I like them. They sound fun. And she was talking about the two of you guys. Well, she's, she's absolutely right. <laughs> We are a hoot. And then and then she was like, Are they are they dating? I was like, No, they're married. We were we were dating. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. we dated for a long Not time. Not anymore. Yeah. It <laughs> usually makes sense. That <laughs> oftentimes comes before the, the marriage, but not always. <laughs> no. We were dating. <laughs> and it worked out. <laughs> so marriage. So I decided that I wanted to put up Halloween decorations. So I I don't remember if it was Sunday or Monday. I just started going crazy with like Halloween art and up to the wire. I was like trying to frame and decorate our, our home before Cecily and Nathan came over. That's our dog drinking water. Sorry. Podcasting with pets. And the wall looks great. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, it has depth to it. Yeah. So festive. It was so, it was so fun. And it's not, it's, it's early. You said it was up to the wire, but it's early. Oh, I meant up to the wire before you guys before got you here. Right, right. right. Before as far, you guys as, far got... as like the, the, you know, yeah, the it's festive still deadline ahead of schedule. Yeah. yeah, we're recording this in September. So for October, I'm going to try to put out an episode every Friday. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm going to try. But yeah, I knew that you guys were coming over. So I've been tirelessly working <laughs> Do you think you'll leave it up past Halloween? I don't know. Yes. Chris wants that. <laughs> Year round. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm so proud of it. I think I might keep it up past yeah. Halloween. And just put a Santa hat on all the skeletons. Yeah, and some <laughs> ornaments on it. Yeah. Decorate yeah. the Halloween, but keep the Halloween as the yeah. decor. Yeah, that would be funny. The core silver, decor. Silver tinsel here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I'll put a picture up on on the instagram so anything new happening in your lives nothing at all yeah. just working 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 hanging out with the guys started playing some frisbee golf oh yeah, yeah. you got chris that. into that yeah that's been a lot of fun it's good for cheap very cheap fun yeah get a few discs you're pretty much good to go right you don't have to pay to go on the course or anything like that yeah and you don't have to get up right you know it's not like basketball or football where you gotta be like real close to something no it's like so casual it's <laughs> There's no tea times. There's no like golf etiquette. 
there can be, but there usually isn't. Um, Cornwall Park, look for us. If you're <laughs> in Bellingham. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that mossy rock over on Sun Valley. <laughs> How would they know what you look like? <laughs> They'll know. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just listen for yeah. our voices. Just listen. You'll find us. So that's probably the, yeah. Yeah, Chris plays now like four times a week. I'll I get did it. last Damn. week. I last played a week, bunch. He yeah. played so much. <laughs> Just out there. There was a lot of sunny days. I didn't want to yeah. Yeah, let him get away. Right. He'll like text me in the middle of his shift and be like, hey, I want to go play some Frisbee golf. Is that okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Now, fine. now you got to get into it. <laughs> I know. I, uh, I'm just really. Trust me. If I if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, my my shoulder feels better. I yeah, should, I should give it a whirl. You can just throw it with your other hand. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> just become amateur. Yeah, just have fun. Throw it with the other hand. It's fun. <laughs> I gotta say, like just being out there and then, like throwing and hearing those chains. There's something about it. It's uh-huh. just it's like it's rewarding yeah. when you hit that shot from a ways out. Oh, yeah. You have to have people with you there to see it. That's right. sort of like the unspoken rule. Oh, Chris, you should tell the listeners what happened when you were like, hey, you want to play Frisbee golf? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even do it. My friend reached out. My friend who I regularly go Frisbee golfing with reached out to me in text and said 4.30, which means, yeah, let's meet up at Cornwall Park at 4.30 for Frisbee golf. And I was like, oh, yeah, we should totally. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> but the weather. But the weather, it's so windy out. There's, It's like. <laughs> 30 mile per hour winds it's rainy i thought he was joking he wasn't joking he was there <laughs> at 4 30 and he was wondering where i was oh because you texted said totally no totally. Well, i made other jokes like oh i got hit by a branch out here and i oh i got hit by lightning on the fourth hole and stuff and, he, and then he was finally like seriously where are you oh my <laughs> god like, oh, i'm so sorry i'm not there <laughs> that's the problem with texts you yeah. can't you can't convey tone, <laughs> so it's hard I have a to feeling talk. that I would be the person on the golf course waiting. <laughs> I can't interpret tone through text at all. Like it's so hard. It's such a terrible day to go frisbee golfing, and he's out there. He's in it. It's where you would throw a frisbee, and it would just hang in the air forever because it would get caught in the wind, or it would come back and hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah, there's a message. Yeah. Plus, thunderstorms are supposed to be starting any minute now. Oh, it's seven eleven. That's mm-hmm. perfect for, for ghost, <laughs> ghost looking, ghost looking, ghost study. I don't know. Yeah, don't ghost know. watch. Yeah, <laughs> ghost edit, watch. Edit that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> edit that. We're calling out edit points. <laughs> On this episode of Folklore Friday, we bring you Ghost Lore. Okay, so we're gonna start with types of ghosts and I'm gonna start us off. So first one is the interactive personality ghost. The most common of all ghosts spotted is usually of a deceased person, someone you know, a family member, or perhaps even a historical figure. God, that would be so cool. I wish. Okay. These ghosts can be friendly or not, but often show themselves to others in a variety of ways. They can become visible. They can speak or make noises, touch you, or even emit an odor like perfume or cigar smoke, etc., to let you know that they're there. 
Experts say that this type of ghost retains its former personality of when they were alive and can feel emotions. And often they are visiting you to comfort you or let you know something important. So if you happen to see a lost loved one, chances are they are there because they feel you want or need to see them. So, so guys, any thoughts on that? That's the one I feel like most people say they have had an experience with. I hear that one a lot of like, oh yeah, it was my grandma. And then I, well, I mean, this is my mom in particular had this thing happen to her where I believe it was what she had said was her, her grandma came and visited her while she was in bed and, and I think maybe said something to her or whatever. And then she got up and found out that she had died that, that night, whatever. So it's her grandma had come and visit her just after she passed. Wow. Yeah. There was, um, there was one year in particular, I want to say it was 2011. I think I was telling you about this, Cecily, when they were playing Frisbee golf and we were t- took a walk there for whatever reason, my grandpa who passed away when I was uh, a girl, like a young girl, he was just very present in our family's life. So it was, I had an experience. I had uh, multiple experiences with him like visiting in some way or another. And my mom, my sister and my aunt, like all of us. So, and I was on a mission at the time for my church. And so I was, I didn't get the only communication I got from my family was like emails and stuff. And so it was really cool when they were emailing me all this stuff. I was like, huh? me too. And then years later, we like we were visiting my grandma. It was me, my mom, and my sister, and we were talking about it. And we we're like, yeah, grandma, did you know that like grandpa was because I told her my experience and then we we're like, yeah. And then, and then this happened and this happened all in different ways. Some of them had dreams. Some of them had different. And my grandma was so funny. She was like, well, I didn't see him. Why didn't he come to me? And like, it was, it was so funny because my grandma doesn't get like upset very often. <laughs> She's very proper. And we all just joked around. We're like, well, we were all struggling. You're like, you got your crap together. You know what you're doing. And she was like, well, I'm his wife. <laughs> it was just really funny. Wow. So, and that was, yeah, that was really special. And so I do think this usually isn't like a negative thing, especially if it's somebody that you know. Um, for me, it was extremely positive. And yeah, and I remember having a conversation with Chris when we were dating. I was like, so what do you believe? Here's what I believe. But if you think I'm crazy, this might not work out. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I haven't had any ghost experiences with any family members, um, but I've had dreams that have had deceased family members in them, um, pets especially. They like will oh, come cool. to me and then I'll find out like, you know, my mom will call me and be like, oh, the cat died. And like, oh, well, I just held him last night in my dream. So what? Oh, man. Um, but that's that's interesting. That's um, kind of cool. I've never heard of that. Although I will say, though. If any of my family members are listening to this, if you die and you haunt me, please send me an email first before you just show up. <laughs> I don't. I've ghost ne- email. <laughs> I've never. Like, I've never understood that. Like, if someone, like, if, if they do that in ghost movies all the time, someone's deceased family member will come and look look horrifying, like a skeleton covered in blood, and then just sit there and be like, "I have some great advice for you." Yeah. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like, uh-huh. like this is what you're gonna do. This is your you're getting through to me this way. Yeah dumb yeah <laughs> you want me to listen to what you're gonna say 
Send it in a nice letter, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. Well, not, I think you're... Good like, old-fashioned ghost letter. Yeah. What you're you trying know. to get across is don't, like, frighten me. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. That's, I'm so terrified of that. And I know, like, you know, siblings like to terrify each other when we're alive, so I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like crazy. if my... Oh, this is morbid. But if, like, like if my brother passed away, he would, like, taunt me with, like, jokes i feel like you just i would just hear this like (laughs) this is is, if you have kids maybe mute this for a second one of his favorite things he would say because he's a bouncer he's like don't be a dildo (laughs) or you you just hear a fart noise coming from a closet yeah yeah i'd be like zeb (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's that's how i feel like he would he would just be like i'd I'd hear his But the, the historical figure part is interesting to me because people say the White House is haunted. Yeah. I was trying to think, who would I want to be haunted by? Like Ben Franklin shows up like, when's the last time you've been to a library? Yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> what, like that. What would they have to tell me? Yeah. What, what would I was trying to think of Abraham like, Lincoln have to tell me? I wouldn't mind talking to Thomas Paine. Who that? He wrote um who that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he hurts. <laughs> he wrote um this I guess pamphlet called common sense and it was uh, right before the revolutionary war. So he was one of the colonists and it was interesting because when he was in like England, he was a corset maker and that was kind of like, all. but then he came to the colonies and, and there was like this new land and it was all about freedom and possibly like separating from, you know, from England and stuff. And so he started writing, writing in newspapers about to like help, encourage people to kind of like break free and so he wrote common sense and it was amazing i can't even think of like a good quote from common sense but it was all to like help people and there was actually a lot about equality and and he gave bits and pieces like we shouldn't have slaves yeah (laughs) anyway Hmm. well i would talk to him yeah he can chill t-pain yeah (laughs) t-pain I'll have to add a quote in there later because I feel like from T Pain. I have like a pamphlet like next to my bed. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll let Chris go. <laughs> now moving right along, then this is uh, number two on our list of different kinds of ghosts you might encounter or ghost-like entities. This one is called ectoplasm or ecto mist. Ever seen a mist or a fog that almost looks like it's swirling? If so, you may have been witnessing what paranormal investigators deem as an ecto-mist or ghostly mist. This vaporous cloud usually appears several feet off the ground and can move swiftly or simply stay still, almost like it's orbiting. These ghostly encounters have been captured on many videos and in photographs and can be white, gray, or even black. Although they can simply appear this way, linger then move away quickly sometimes ectoplasms appear before becoming a full-bodied apparition many people have witnessed them outdoors in graveyards battlefields and historical sites yeah i don't think i always thought ectoplasm i mean from ghostbusters everybody thinks it's like that green goo and stuff yeah right that's what i thought too and it's such a cool word and it's ectoplasm um (laughs) yeah i don't think i've ever seen one of those that i've known of Maybe that's what people feel when they walk through an area and they're like, oh, it's so cold. Maybe you just walked through a bunch of plasm. Yeah. Cold mist. Yeah. Sometimes it appear before a full-bodied operation. So it's like 
it could be the preview. Right. Yeah. It com- it coming to be a full <laughs> It's buffering. Thing. Yeah, it's buffering. <laughs> it's dissipating. It's, it's like dial up. Yeah. I think it's seen it. somewhat as this thing that can't fully become that also sometimes mm-hmm. where you can't make out what the ghost is and it just has enough energy to sort of make this it's a ghost of a ghost this ghostly appearance yeah. the, this mist you know hmm. because it's just barely coming to you and that's got to be frustrating too because you're looking at it like where like especially if you're seeing it like in foggy stuff if you're looking at fog and you think you see something in the fog it's just tantalizing enough to make you think you actually uh-huh. saw it yeah. right which is interesting that a, a lot of times it's witnessed outdoors in graveyards battlefields and historical sites which is that there's these areas are probably real good at setting up these kind of you know differences in the light and fog where you're like that was an ecto mist uh-huh. yeah but then there's there's enough to make you think like oh but it's kind of foggy so you're like and second guessing yourself all the time so you don't know what is true and what isn't yeah. mm-hmm. that's got to be frustrating i do one of these days i want to go walk around the cemetery out here i keep telling him we have to go walk around because i want to find michael padden first of all and second of all <laughs> I, just, I just like walking around graveyards it's so interesting uh-huh. and i've never walked around at one um in one at night um, oh i totally have is it like it, yeah like dank. i mean like i wasn't like mm, i'm here to commune it was like let's watch a movie on our laptops <laughs> <laughs> like so it wasn't like i was i you know it was Man, for I that reason it. only <laughs> Man, i want to go i want to go want to do it want to see some ectosplasms yeah, every time I was in it spasms <laughs> yeah every time i've been in a graveyard at night it was purely to entertain myself and not actually like look around i've had like weird conversations in great graveyards and like oh we gotta go have a serious conversation about a relationship no, I... let's go to the graveyard <laughs> <laughs> that's how i can test if we never yes. did that yeah um, i guess our I guess... relationship has been going well because we've no. never had <laughs> yeah the graveyard visit conversation like talk to yeah you. if i needed <laughs> If it was like possibly like, oh, this might be a deal breaker for me. I'm like, well, let's go talk about the graveyard because I knew that like that would scare them away. Well, if they couldn't handle that, then yeah, yeah if they couldn't be open minded yeah. enough. Yeah, I, I feel like I've had just... three graveyard conversations. Oh my god, what <laughs> did I get myself into? We what? just you could go to a there graveyard and talk it over. Yes, there was never like a deal breaker conversation. Like, hey. Did you? I know. I've never been that? to a graveyard with you. So I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm oh. feeling a strong urge to drink some dark red wine at night in a cemetery and walk around and look at headstones. I would drink that. wine and walk through a cemetery. Okay, that's a date. We're doing it. Yikes. Halloween. <laughs> I mean, it's scary. Don't go on Halloween. It's Those scary, like drunk but kids. I'm, yeah. I'm for it. Do yeah. it like tomorrow. Yeah. <sighs> just, Off tomorrow. Yep. Never do it. Never. Mm. This is my... I do like graveyards. Maybe I just stopped going to that movie. It's <laughs> been dating <laughs> If you want to be curious about a graveyard, okay. One, don't go on the 4th of July or anything, Memorial Day, anything like that, because there's like really? people there. Oh, like right. remembering, and it would yeah. be disrespectful. Yeah, and you don't want to be like, oh, what does it say on that one? When you're like clearly not there to see anyone, yeah, like visit grandpa. anyone. Yeah. Um, and don't go to the Lummy graveyards because they are so terrifying. Are they? <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's uh, one of the Native American tribes where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, I think you're not like allowed. So I don't know how I got there. 
oh, that was a guy. That was his idea. Okay, that wasn't a deal breaker. It was more Edit. like a... <laughs> oh, no, no, this is fine. Well, they have just... They're just... It's just very different. So I don't know about, like, creepy, but it's just very different. They have, like, wind chimes. And so it's just... I wasn't used to it. There's a lot of things that they leave. Mm-hmm. And so there's just noise. Like, I'm not used to hearing wind chimes in a graveyard. So I was like, oh, my God. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Before before you read that, I have to. I'll, I'll go back and I'll put this in here because I feel really bad that I couldn't remember any of Thomas Paine's quotes. Mm-hmm. So here's the two that are my favorite. Okay. If there must be trouble, let it be in my day that my child may have peace. And this single reflection will. And this single reflection, well applied, is sufficient to awaken every man to duty. And then, ow! That was Chris's knees. That was my whole body. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Paine. Yeah. I feel like we covered him a little bit in, in school. Right? She okay, can do that. she's ready. Not, not me. <laughs> okay. The poltergeist. Perhaps one of the most popular terms most of us have heard when it comes to ghosts. The word poltergeist actually means noisy ghost because it is said to have the ability to move or knock things over, make noise, and manipulate the physical environment. <laughs> While many of us had heard the term before, a poltergeist is actually one of the rarest forms of hauntings and to many, the most terrifying. Loud knocking sounds, lights turning on and off, doors slamming, even fires breaking out mysteriously have all been attributed to this type of spiritual disturbance. Another frightening aspect of the poltergeist is that the event usually starts out slowly and mildly, then begins to intensify. And while many times poltergeist activity is harmless and ends quickly, they have been known to actually become dangerous. Some theories are that poltergeists attach themselves to adolescence. The thought is the presence can feed off the general angst that comes with puberty. (laughs) That is hilarious. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Yeah. Damn. That is pretty good. I think that's kind of where the whole... uh, What is the uh, Fantastic Beasts? What is that? The... When the kid freaks out, it's called something. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Obscurus. Obscurus. Obscurial. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, what it was. That's what it is. Um, so it seems very similar to the obscurial <laughs> from Fantastic Beasts in that it's, a, it's usually attached to kids who are magic who can't do magic because they're not allowed to be themselves and it just explodes. So so it's created when wizards try to suppress their own magical abilities. Mm -hmm. Okay. In this film, he's on the hunt for a biological family. Mm. Yeah. And then he's like crazy powerful. Mm -hmm. It's like super creepy. And and he had like grown. They kept looking for a kid. And Mm -hmm. he was like a lot older. Yeah. Have you seen any of the movies, the Poltergeist movies? Me neither. Oh, you're missing out. I know. I'm just afraid it'll be too scary. Same. <laughs> That's the idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd be freaked They're out. Pretty great. How I many is there? Seen the, I haven't seen the remake of it. There was, I think, three of the original set. And then they made a remake of it that I have not seen. Yeah. The only time I thought there was a poltergeist, it wasn't, but I was like convinced. <laughs> it was like a few years ago. It was before we were married. So I was in the Maplewood apartment and I was alone and it felt like somebody was at the foot of my bed and like shook it. And I was like, my brother was my roommate. So I, was, I thought it was him just like, <laughs> like yeah. at the foot of my bed, like shaking it. And then I was like, so I like 
we sat up and I was like, what are you doing? And then I was like, oh my God, no one's there. And it was an earthquake. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, it was this whole earthquake. But then, but for when I saw that no one was there, cause it just, that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like the room shook. It just felt like somebody took my little twin bed and like shook it. And I think I texted you, Chris, and I was like, um, did your room just shake? But <laughs> there was like 10 minutes where I was convinced there was like a poltergeist. And the best part of that is I went to work the next day and people were talking about it. One of my coworkers was like, yeah, did you guys feel the earthquake? I totally thought it was a poltergeist. And I was like, oh my God, me too. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't it be both funny. though? I don't know. Maybe, but it was like no. the exact time. <laughs> that, you know, the answer, that was cool. <laughs> I, I have had some experience with polter poltergeist. 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 Yeah, I don't know what the polters. Polters. I've been poltered. I've been poltered real good. Oh boy. Uh, Can I get into some poltering? Uh, I was born into a haunted house. Um, oh no. Yes. Born true. into. How yes. long did you live there? Not too long. Um, okay. But uh, let's see. So my mom lived in California with. Um, my dad for a while and they had this little house and it was like close enough to the neighbor's house like when there's space in between so you can like see into each other's houses through the windows mm-hmm. um and it, they could see directly into my brother eric's room and i hadn't um at this point i don't think i had been born yet uh, i think uh, my mom was still pregnant with me but her and my uh, dad went out for a date um after um my brother and sister were asleep because you know this was the mid 80s and you could do that yeah Uh, yeah. Mm. so uh they (laughs) they went out um and then the next day our neighbor um called my mom and she was like hey are you mad at me my mom was like no what are you talking about she was like i saw you tucking in eric at like 8 30 last night and i waved at you and you didn't you looked right at me and you didn't wave back and she was like me and Jerry were out for dinner. I we left ah, at seven thirty, and uh, so she was kind of freaked out at that. Oh but God. I guess the house was owned by these three sisters who were just spinsters and just all lived together and got old and died. Oh. And the house came fully Perfect furnished. Ghosts. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's really great. The house came fully <laughs> furnished, um, and then. Uh, my mom didn't like the way it was set up, so she would rearrange the house, and then she would leave to go somewhere, and then she'd come back, and it was exactly the way it was before. <laughs> and none of that like, was like, "Hey, maybe like I should." That. <laughs> yeah, and none of that was like, "Hey, maybe I should get the f out of here." She uh-huh. was just like, "I'll just do it again, I guess." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know, but then uh, the the ghost things didn't really bother her too much, but they really did not like my dad. Um, really, they. Like he would be. Well, they're spinsters, yeah. Yeah, life men. <laughs> so they, my mom would be like putting stuff away in the dishwasher, and he'd be sitting on the kitchen counter talking to her, and then stuff would fly out of the dishwasher in his direction and shatter <gasps> against the what? And like really for yeah. real? Oh my god! And then they would, um, they would just be sitting in the living room, and then all the drawers and all the cupboards would open, and just I don't know, just all kinds of stuff oh would happen. Gosh, that's so scary. But, um, I think she moved out of there like a couple of weeks or a month after I was born or something and then moved elsewhere. How, how long did they live there? Not um, that long. They had a very short lived romance. I think it was just like they kind of um, I happened and then that was it. Oh, so um, they didn't move because of the ghost. They just. Oh, no. I think he stayed there for a while. What? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really talked what? to him about that. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't by himself. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't talk to him for about twenty years, I think, and then oh, so we time. haven't had a lot of chance to talk. So about it's that. not like you're like, tell me about that time. No, <laughs> yeah, you don't. You're not at that point. No, got it. But um, so I thought that was pretty interesting, and then I've I've had a lot of encounters of stuff like just weird stuff, and I think it's because I had that experience so young, like early in. Uh huh. I don't know. Could be. Maybe it's a coincidence. Yeah, you just. Uh, had them when you were young and so they're like oh we can mess with this lady <laughs> yeah it's it's really it's interesting i love to hear those stories but i'm also like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm trying to sleep with like like i'm trying to think of like being a baby and just like what if i saw stuff and like i don't know what if i didn't like, yeah what if i didn't know like comprehend i don't know so strange mm. sounds crazy mm-hmm Okay. Those are some crazy experiences. Yeah. Very I have intense. even more to get into later. Yeah. Maybe when the category comes up, where'd you go? Well, how do you go to your settings on this? Pause it for a second. Read this? Yeah. Mm-mm. So that's a maybe Not between right. the two? Spoiler. What? I say, I, this is my podcast. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Radio talk. <laughs> You're going. You're going. Like, right. Okay, so, whose podcast is this? <laughs> whose is it? <laughs> All right. So, Orbs, this is um, number four on our list here. <laughs> Say our list, on the list. Uh, and I'm, in- I'm interested to, to read this bit here because my uncle had been talking about and photographing these little orbs. That's cool. Uh, So, orbs. Orbs are probably the most photographed type of anomaly. They appear as a transparent or translucent ball of light that is hovering over the ground. Many ghost hunters and guests on ghosts and gravestones are surprised to see them in their photos. It is believed that orbs are the soul of a human or even an animal that has died and is traveling around from one place to another. The circular shape they take on makes it easier for them to move around and is often the first state they appear in before they become a full-bodied apparition. If you're lucky enough to capture an orb on video, you'll be amazed by how fast they can move. In photographs, they're usually white, but can be blue as well. Dang, I I feel like I have seen some of these in uh, just videos of people. Like, it's like someone put a video on YouTube just mm-hmm. photographing a family barbecue. And you yeah. see these little orbs, and I thought like lens flares, yeah, or dust. But there's no, yeah, there's there's no light there. that would that would angle to make it a lens flare. Yeah, I've seen things. Like so that. I'm like, what? It makes me think of aliens, honestly. You know, like in this, like if it's big enough and it's mm-hmm. bright enough. It's yeah, kind of yeah, but I mean, I've seen the pictures that they're describing, and it's it's just more this like glowing circle mm-hmm. that doesn't belong in in with the picture yeah my mom does a lot of my mom does a lot of photographing of orbs like she goes to haunted places and abandoned things on purpose to try to photograph these things and she's she's gotten a lot of really interesting pictures um even inside her own apartment like this Mm -hmm. like these pictures um, we're looking them up because i yeah i'm not really the one in the yard is yeah Yeah, that one that's pretty that's pretty weird. I feel like this. Holy that one's crap. probably could dust. Be dust because yeah. it's everywhere. But when it's like, or someone throwing that. glitter in the air. <laughs> you see now. What if the one that we think is dust, which what we're looking at is just a bunch of orbs, is like what? <laughs> it's too scary. What if it's just a bunch gap gathering? Like what are yeah. these? Yeah. Oh, it looks like there's some ectoplasm in that one on the front. Yeah. Right? Look at that. Oh, wow. foggy. That's a mixture. Um, 
So your mom goes to, she does that kind of a thing. Yeah, she goes, oh, there's cool. like an, an abandoned hospital or something by where she lives. And she goes there, brings her dog. And whenever he starts barking, she'll take a picture. <laughs> um, and she gets lots of orbs. And Just she regular sends Wednesday. them. Yeah, she sends them to like, she emails them to different ghost hunters and stuff. And they're like, oh yeah, this is a great orb. And she's like, she loves it. She's, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, And although her dog hobby. does bark um, in her room. At just at the ceiling sometimes um, in the middle of the night. So she tries to take pictures of that and she's gotten some orbs too. And she doesn't really like that so much, but yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, but she's always trying to convince me to go with her and like, I don't know, maybe, but that sounds pretty scary. We can take pictures when we go to the graveyard. There we should. Go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also with my mom, she used to work at a um, really old hotel in downtown Seattle. I don't remember what it was called. Um, I think it was the Washington Athletic Club or something, but it's a really old building. Um, and she works as a party planner. And oh, that's fun. There was just, it's just known that that building was haunted. Like everybody knew it. Um, at certain points in the day, you would smell like cigar smoke on the second floor, or you would hear uh, people running around on the top floor or something. And it was just various deaths that happened in the building from fires or accidents or what have you. Um, but they would always say like, oh, man, is somebody smoking here? And be like, oh, no, that's, you know, Mr. Wilson. He does this from, you know, 12 to 2 every day or something like that. So it's referring just, to like a ghost. Yeah. And it was just awesome. just a it part is. of the day. Like people would be like, oh, yeah, it's just so and so. Like everybody believed it and everybody was fine with it. It was very I, strange. I kind of like that. As long as it's not like malevolent, you know, then, mm -hmm. then I'd be OK with it. As long as it's not like creepy and intending to do bad things. No, it seems like it was all just fine. He's just having a cigar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so number five on our list is messenger ghosts. Pretty much exactly how it sounds. Ghosts or spirits that carry a message. Anything ranging from comfort or a warning. It could be a family member that has passed on and can visit their relatives in a dream or while they are awake. Messenger ghosts can also include banshees who appear to family members or loved ones of an individual who is soon to pass away. They are not harbingers of death, just simply messengers of an impending event. So that's like, I mean, that could range from, you know, the, the interactive personality ones, but they come with a, with a purpose, like don't go that way or don't marry that person or, or, yeah. or whatnot. And I feel like those I've are never the, had that. Those are always the ones like I was talking about before that, are, that appear super scary and can't tell you anything without <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone has seen Crimson Peak. <laughs> like, have you seen Crimson I Peak? Haven't. Oh my God. I feel it's like, oh, Chris like, likes so many more movies than me. <laughs> there's this, like, the main character is a little girl and her mom dies. And it's the day that her mom died and they're burying her because it was like the, you know, 1800s or something and they didn't formaldehyde them like so they're now nasty. yeah so and she was like just sitting in her room as a little girl and then her mom is like this nasty ass rotted skeleton <laughs> and is like screaming down the hallway like Aah! and like just it's yeah. like this is you you don't even look like this right now why are you appearing to this person you care about and have a message for yeah like that <laughs> I, I i feel the same way especially when they show it in hollywood i'd like to think at some point when you appear to someone, you'd have your figured out a little bit so that you're not, you understand that you're dead. So whatever's happening to your body, 
you don't need to take yeah. that like with you. Yeah, it's just and so I think strange. it's because my experiences were so positive mm-hmm. from my grandpa that like it's hard for me to picture that someone is like confused or in a in a state of you know they don't know that they're dead. I can understand that, but yeah, like in the sixth sense or something. Yeah, I just that that to me is really sad, and I'm like, oh, I hope that that doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> Have you ever thought about? The possibility that you can see ghosts, but they're just so normal. What the? Yeah. Crimson Peak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So crazy. But yeah, have you ever considered the possibility that you can see ghosts? But you can't they're differentiate just, it. But they're just, they just appear like regular people because they just are going about their business. Maybe. Ooh. My, my brain exploded just a tiny bit. <laughs> Think about those things. When I look at crowds, I'm like, how many of you are actually here? You would like the yeah. show Medium. Uh, I'd like mm-hmm. to think that whenever I see someone in an interesting outfit where I'm like, I'm kind of doing a Victorian thing, huh? <laughs> that's actually some ghost. It's, yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody in hammer you pants. Just, like, yeah, you're like, oh, like, like, as that well. dropped away in the 80s, yeah. but they're real, they died they in like, like 88 <laughs> from. Yeah. Yeah. They're just perusing the grocery store, picking up stuff like, no, huh. no, they got fat free Oreos now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're bad. They're very bad. Like, those are bad. Give me some. No, 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 no. Hmm. Not like that at all. So, in our list here, in our final piece is funnel ghosts. <gasps> Most often spotted in homes or old historical buildings, the funnel ghost or vortex is frequently associated with a cold spot. They usually take on the shape of a swirling funnel, and most paranormal experts believe they are a loved one returning for a visit or even a former resident of the home. Appearing as a wisp of light or a swirling spiral of light, they're often caught in photographs or on video. Hmm. I've never okay. even heard I've of never that. heard of that either. No, okay, that's so very like I've like this. Not heard it like oh. titled like that, but I've definitely seen <laughs> weird scary. pictures of <laughs> funnel ghosts or vortex of wisps. <laughs> wisps and stuff in the air. I feel like it could be in the same category as an ectoplasm type situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it just that's it, super it just scary. takes more shape than those ectomists or ectoplasms do. It's it's less just open air could be something and it's mm-hmm. definitely this like vortex that's in hmm. that's have in you, the air have you guys seen donnie darko i haven't but it's on my list yes yeah. there's that there's this this like i guess it looks like a liquid sort of entity maybe he's in the sleepwalking sort of state mm-hmm. and it like comes out of his chest but he kind of he sort of follows it and it shows him the route that he's gonna take maybe like where he's destined to go but he follows uh-huh. it I don't want to say too much if you're going to watch it, but that seems like a vortex sort of huh. entity. And I don't know if they cover hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, big yawn. Okay, so next is types of hauntings. And some of the hauntings oh. are with the ghosts that we just covered. So we're going to not read those ones, but talk about types of hauntings that are a little bit different than the types of ghosts that we just read about. <laughs> okay. Residual. This is commonly described as a videotape playing over and over again in seemingly random times. It is believed that a residual haunting is trapped or imprinted energy on an environment. Generally, this occurred because something traumatic happened at the location. 
The event may not have resulted in anyone dying, but it could have. The biggest thing to note about a residual haunting is that it does not have intelligence. This means that there is no consciousness there to acknowledge you or anything that is going on. Thus, setting up trigger objects or doing EVP sessions at a location with only residual activity will do no good as there is nothing there with consciousness to respond. I think I feel like they capture this a lot on like ghost hunter type shows yeah, where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we got a recording of a thing. And it's just like, I don't know what it is in the out, in the out. And you're like, yeah. is it saying in the out? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, too. It's just it doesn't it's nothing that would make sense to what they were asking it. Yeah, right. because so it's, it's, a, it's this scene playing out over mm-hmm. and over again, like, in, like, like a in scene the, from a movie. I think that was the whole point of The Grudge. It just kept happening and kept happening oh, over I and over again. That. that was a good one. Very the, scary. We should watch this movie sometime. It's called High Spirits, and it's, like, comical. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this, like, castle in, I think, Scotland that this guy and his fiance go to visit. But it's super haunted and there's this one scene where this main character the girl that played on splash whatever her name is um her husband like i think he murders her uh well really not setting it up to be a comedy (laughs) says a hauntingly funny comedy it's really good but it's the scene he the main guy keeps following her and she keeps running away and the scene plays over and over and he tries talking to her and she can't respond. He just keeps watching it happen oh. like over and over again. So that's like the best example I can think of, of like a residual. So, I mean, eventually he can respond to her, but I think it's like only in October or something like that. But this, I actually really believe in because have you ever just walked into a place and you're like, you get bad vibes. I do think that if something bad happens, an imprint can be left. That so don't think that means that it's haunted, but I think that, I mean, everyone has an, you know, instinct or intuition. Don't walk down that alley. Don't go here. And I don't know. And it's just this kind of like negative energy that gets put into the air and it sort of stays static there and doesn't leave and other people encounter it when they come to the place. But I think it's something particularly traumatic happened there. Like they said, it doesn't necessarily have to be Someone someone dying, but this, this high negative energy sort of imprints itself in into that place and plays on a loop. Yeah, I've definitely never seen anything like that, but I do think that uh, energy can be left over. One thing that I, I understand that some people, you know, they like to go to um old like insane asylums. I get it, but personally, oh, I would not yeah. like that because that would just make me I would feel so like so sad the whole time. People like, ooh, because that. Sorry, you were gonna say. Something. Well, I was just saying that that yeah, that's exactly the kind of place where probably a lot of this type of thing mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah, that's why I was thinking, just like mm-hmm. lobotomy yeah, or going through these terribly traumatic yeah, events that they, you know, they have no ability to like communicate that they're just like different. People don't understand them, so there's probably a lot of residual energy left there from these people that. Oh, just had horrible experiences and me personally i don't want to be around that if it's yeah. haunted like i get it if people want to go but i would just i i feel like i would just end up crying i would be like and that's where they did that and that's where they did that i think it's that kind of thing too where it's it's that it's not that the place is haunted by mm-hmm. ghosts it's that the place itself is haunted 
Right. You know I mean, mm-hmm. the difference between that, that it's, that it's become this sort of entity that's this, this a haunted house that maybe doesn't even have ghosts in it, but has all these like negative energy pockets right. within it so that it just becomes this place that you just feels yeah. weird to be around like, or weird things happen in. Here's a good example. Okay. So like my parents house. Yeah. The house that I grew up in, I never liked the house. It was just, ugh. it just felt icky and creepy. And, um, when my mom was selling it, she was like getting it ready to go. Like, and you know, as anyone does, everyone has good and bad experiences, but like, I just didn't like that house. Cause there was, you know, I, no one has a pleasant childhood. And so I was like, I'm going to go upstairs and say goodbye to my old room. And like, it was just, as I was walking through the upstairs, I was like, Oh, it was just, even though I am like a grown woman and I, love myself and everything as a kid i did it and i could like walk into a room and be like i remember what happened in there and i remember what happened in there it was just like instantly like that dent in the wall i remember that because things got physical and i just would see these scenes play out even though that was me but i wasn't connected to him anymore does that make sense it was just like walking through this like memory lane that i was probably excited to never go down again because i was Mm -hmm. just like oh god sell this place get it out of our lives yeah you know here's an interesting thought what if the places like that like that are just like super awful with the energy tainting and stuff what if like you experienced what went on there in another life and so when you visited it Uh. you automatically like (laughs) You were just like, ah, yeah. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And maybe that's, oh, that's why you're weird. so averted towards that place. Well, there's like people to that's do, you know, that sort of thing of cleansing mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. spaces and stuff. I think sage is used a lot yeah. in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a list. We can talk about yeah. that afterwards. I, I, yeah. Just one thing about scary places that I'd like to mention is one of the scariest environments for me is on a road with a forest on either side when it's pretty much completely dark. Mm-hmm. Say I'm walking like from a house to somewhere where someone's going to pick me up and it's just complete forest. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's just the fear of what could be out there or if there's actually, you know, some something that's scary about that area. Because I think areas where this type of energy can dwell doesn't have to be buildings but it could just be a specific area in nature where things have happened that are bad in the past and because of that uh things that are bad continue to happen because when you're walking through it might sort of affect you in a negative way or make Mm -hmm. someone crazy um because forests are they they're very tranquil and pleasant but they can also be well they can turn on you because there's I mean, humans have few predators, but when you go into the woods, you're kind of out of your right, mind. right, and you're so. like, "What am I gonna?" Okay, so yeah. deer. So the next, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so the next type of haunting is inhuman. Thanks again to Hollywood. When you hear the term inhuman haunting, we automatically think of a demonic haunting. However, inhuman hauntings refer to any hauntings caused by something that never walked the earth as a human. So this would include angelic, animal, and elemental hauntings. Angelic and animal hauntings are pretty self-explanatory, but elemental hauntings are less well-known and require some further explanation. Mm-hmm. Elemental. Elemental. Like the trees haunting you. Yeah. Is earth, wind, fire, You can be haunted, by, you can be haunted air. by air? 
Well, Only like an air Avatar. elemental is like an air fairy. Elements. Oh, okay. Like if you think in the terms of yeah. I was thinking like you're just haunted by air it. in general, just like the air. Scared of the air. Like oh, that'd be so weird. <laughs> the air is haunting me. The water is haunting me. <laughs> the wind just blows. But I thought of when you talked about animals, loser. How didn't you say like you felt? But Cecily, you said that animals would like come to you. Yes, I've mm-hmm. had several dreams about um, animals that have uh, passed on, and uh, I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I find that very interesting, mm-hmm. and I love animals and i wonder if they just like wanted to say bye because they like had an easier time communicating with me or because they just want or because they liked me a whole lot uh-huh. i don't know either one would be fine i think <laughs> yeah. that's very touching i like that yeah because they just were just like okay see ya mm-hmm. and like the one the one that was the most potent for me was a cat named napoleon um i hadn't seen him for a really long time probably like at least 10 years but he, I was there when he was born and I got him for my sister as a birthday present from our next door neighbor. Um, and then I actually got him and his brother, uh, Ronald, another Ronald. Um, and then, uh, Ronald sadly died from, there was someone in the neighborhood poisoning our cats with, <gasps> with Andy. Freeze. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. They killed two of them. Three Jeez. of them. Future serial killer. Did yeah. they catch him? Well, him we knew her? who it was, but my mom oh. decided not to. Anyway, I don't know. I grew Um, up watching court TV, so my mom would be like, Does he wet the bed and does he play with fire? Future murderer. Yeah, had a turn. Yes, it did. I, you know, I could have left that out. Um, (laughs) so, um, I would have done that, but we we had him, we had him for a really long time, and like, um, I was, I was always the one who would like be like, Hey, you know, Napoleon needs to go to the vet, and I would take him myself and pay for him myself because my mom had a lot to deal with, so I'd be like, Okay, I'll take you. So I was taking Mm -hmm. care of him, um, and then. Um, when my mom moved out of that house, she gave him back to our next door neighbor, but apparently he would always go and sit on the porch of the other house. Cause he, <laughs> like, it was just, that was just pretty heartbreaking to hear. And I was like, yeah. I can't go visit him. I won't be able to leave him. Um, but then yeah. I had a dream. It was just like such a bright, vivid dream. And you know, it's hard to remember dreams, but I remember everything. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on the curb of this house across the street from the house I grew up in. And he just walked up and sat in my lap. And we both looked at the house together and that's it. And then I woke up and I was like, man, that's weird that I would dream about him. So I I called my mom and I was like, I had the weirdest dream about Napoleon. And she was like, oh, did I already tell you that he died? And I was like, no, (laughs) no, no, you did not. (laughs) Um, So I feel like he was just like, let's take a moment and remember, shall we? And it was was just a really nice moment. That's really sweet. That's our dog ruining the moment. (laughs) He's a good boy. (laughs) Elemental haunting. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. really well, cool. I really hope I'm not haunted by anything fire. God. Yeah. Okay. So let's read about that. Okay. The basic concept of an elemental refers to an ancient idea of the elements earth, water, wind, and fire. Oh, and ether. Is that how you say that? Ether. I've never read that aloud. Yeah, ether. Okay. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> As the fundamental building blocks of nature. 
They were prominent in many of the native cultures throughout the world. Elementals are referred to by various names. In the English European traditions, these include fairies, elves, divas, brownies, leprechauns, gnomes, sprites, pixies, banshees, goblins, dryads, mermaids, trolls, dragons, griffins, and numerous others. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, I see. I thought griffins and dragons were like actual physical things, but I don't know. Wait, all of those things can be elementals? Mm-hmm. You can have an elemental goblin. Yeah. I've got can, a fire goblin. You know, they can like, move through and, you know. <laughs> Not wow, again. Wow, that's crazy. Gnomes are an example of an earth elemental, and nymphs are an example of a water elemental. Hmm. See, now, the reason I included that is because, like, that's very, like, a kind of like a global and ancient kind yeah. of belief. And so it's, that's that's an example of, like, a... A non-human. I wouldn't mind that. Let's see. Dragon like, can haunt me all at once. Yeah, That's a nymph. Uh, I feel like I'd be jealous of a nymph. <laughs> anyway, you're too gorgeous. Go away. Get out of here. <laughs> well, our final haunting is the best kind, and that's a demonic haunting. <gasps> the, best? the best? Yes, kind. the best. The Jeez. first the most sign of a demonic haunting is that many or all religious items displayed in the home will go missing or be turned upside down or turned around over a period of time. That's so scary. By demons. The second is the smell of sulfur just before or during when an activity is occurring. A third thing that is sometimes noticed during these sorts of hauntings is that one person is affected more than others and there are behavior changes noted about that person. Hmm. Well, Yikes. for what if you don't have anything religious in your house to begin with? How would you know? Then you're safe. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to be real. There's a lot of sulfur smells in our house. You know, <laughs> I think maybe the demonic hunting <laughs> so happened more to religious people because it's trying to affect them in a certain sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. And though you may not yourself be religious and be like, well, then that's just maybe those religious people seeing some other kind of haunting as a demonic thing. I think maybe we could see it as demons are going for mm. religious people and trying to affect them and trying to have some sort of power over them and hmm. therefore flipping their religious I things around and, yeah. and affecting a particular person and yeah, making I mean, their head spin and <laughs> what would be their end game with with you know a non-religious Jeez. person low-key <laughs> right yeah, there, yeah there'd be no reason they're trying their to work get, is already done get you off the the path of like righteousness and yeah. so they're like oh yeah you'd be like oh did we have church. a cross on the table i don't Remember, it's well, gone now, but we had a couple I, of right, butterfingers well, crossed remember. each other. <laughs> well, they're not in a cross anymore. Oh well. Oh man. Butterfinger. Mm, they're all they're all shit. <laughs> what was it? What was the butterfinger vines that we watched? Real. Something like that. There's some vine that we watched, and Chris is gonna lose it now. <laughs> butterfinger. Oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I want to know what he said going up to it. We said how we watched Halloween vines. I used to be terrified of demonic hauntings. Like when I was a kid, I was horrified that that would happen to me. So there's nothing. Like yeah. Um, I watched a couple of scary movies. Like I think I went and saw that's The Exorcism good. of Emily Rose in the theaters one time uh-huh. when I was a kid because I 
for what reason? I don't know. Because I've never liked scary movies. I think a couple of my friends were going and I was like, yeah, I'll go. I'm scared. I'll go. <laughs> and then it was a sleepover at somebody's house afterward. And I literally just laid there. You're just like awake. Because like, mm-hmm. a big thing was talking about the demonic hour of 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. or something. And then, of course, 3 a.m. comes and I'm scared to look at the clock. But I'm the only one awake. And it's awful. Um there was a lot of things like that where, like, I didn't have sleepovers because, like, I was just terrified the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not laughing at you. I'm no, just like, my whole so life sad. as a child was full of fear. It was awful. Like, I was I just freaking everything. loved sleepovers. I was scared of everything. I liked horror movies when I was a kid. Oh, God. I still do. So, yeah, that didn't experience. We had very different yes. uh, opposite sides yeah. of the spectrum as far as that one goes. Yes, <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was like I remember I'm sad for you. I'm picturing like adolescent you, and I'm like, that's so sad. I was like a 12 pound tiny waif of a thing who was shaking and crying at everything. It was so sad. There was one time I watched a. I stayed a night at a friend's house and I watched Scream. I think I was like 12. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's not, a little young. No. Should not have watched that. But um, I I don't remember going to sleep, but I do remember waking up in a circle like a dog at the foot of her parents' bed. <laughs> And they were both awake saying, good morning. And I went home crying. I ran, I ran home because I was so embarrassed and scared at the same time. You, you mentioned, what was that? It's a just demon. loud it's out a there. You mentioned the, the movie Scream. That's when, like the from the Scream mask, the oh, iconic yeah. Scream mask. What's up? Ghostface. When, that's what it's called. Wow, Ghostface. Um, yeah. When he's like, so in Scream, he calls from inside the house. And it's this tense moment. And then I'm thinking of scary movie oh. when he's like giggling and you can see his feet. Have <laughs> you guys seen scary yeah. movies? Like, it was just as funny. I, I mean, I really like those scary movies because they sort of take that fear and then turn it into something that's like yeah. comical. And that's what I need, honestly, because if I get scared for a movie like X-Files and Child's Play, those got into my head when I was younger. Little Chucky dolls. X-Files. You know what? interesting about the demonic hauntings and that the poltergeist ones is that both as far as i can tell from what hollywood has told me is that <laughs> both of them need some sort of uh exorcist type person oh, right to, to get rid of the gotcha. poltergeist or the demonic uh-huh. th- get rid of the demon because in uh the movie the poltergeist there's that the little old lady that comes in and it's like, this house is clear. Helps them to like get through it and get through the situation because she understands it and she has, she's kind of like, she's a medium. Yeah. Right. And is able to be in touch with oh, it. Right. And then priests, of course, for the demons and stuff, but you need something. There's always something that needs to clear it out and cleanse this. Yeah. So thing from being there. Mm. This, this house is clear line that's from the poltergeist, the poltergeist. Yeah. yeah oh but, he's totally quoting that oh in yeah. ace yeah. ventura yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow okay. he quotes like, <laughs> that's awesome and so in, there's that gravity callback to it yeah because it's funny yeah. on its own and then like, on what? like in the second oh, one he's like exercise yeah this house yes yeah. You know what's what's interesting too is they always talk about there being a smell of roses after you after you uh exercise oh. a place and like, oh, like I I've heard that, that several that times. Yeah. yeah, so roses are supposed to be like this very it's all good now. Yeah, like very religious pure interesting. scent. Um also there's two two things I watched on Netflix that 
um, have to do with hauntings and stuff. They were very interesting. Uh, both of which I watched alone. Uh, I don't <laughs> <Sorry>. know why. Because <laughs> uh, I should not have. Um, the first one was, is this movie... Um, called I Am the Pretty Thing that you see in the house. Oh, I, I saw a trailer yeah. for that. That was actually pretty darn good. Um, and it was like about the energy imprint thing where there's this ghost in the house, but it's not really a ghost. It's just a, a person who's trapped in their energy of their last moments mm-hmm. and um, how the person uh, who's also in the house has to deal with that. Um, and then how if you spend your whole life chasing it, you're just you become part of the energy and you can never leave, which is a really interesting thing. But that movie was actually quite scary, but not in like a jump scare way, just in an actual, like this is very bizarre. Like Mm -hmm. the colors weren't right. And like the lighting was weird, but in a way to make you stressed out on purpose. Yeah. It was was really artfully done. Um, And then there was this other thing called paranormal survivor. And that was probably one of the scariest shows I have ever seen. And it's a, it was it's, a show. Not a yeah, movie. it was a show. And it's like a serial, a serial like episode thing of people telling real life stories oh. of hauntings. And there are reenactments. And sometimes the reenactments were a little silly, but the actual stories are bone chilling. They're so awful. Like the first nice. one, like the guy was weeping as he was telling this story. Oh my God. And it does not have a happy ending. Like his haunting does not end it's still happening (laughs) ever since he was a kid and it's a horrifying like there's this lady who's like blood soaked and standing in his closet every night and he can't get rid of her no matter where he goes like it's oh i just got chills what is that like it's not the conjuring it's the it's the other one where the 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 demon latches on to the kid and it follow it's following the kid wherever they go and not it's not haunting the house it's it's haunting the the child itself no and he was like no no that's something but um, much more that one there were so many stories in that that were just so interesting and part of that makes me think like if so many people are having these crazy weird haunting things like maybe like maybe i should rethink my religious stance i don't know so many people are that's like that's okay so i know i'm i'm glad you brought that up okay so what i want to have an episode on a full episode on the satanic panic of the 80s because it is a phenomenon Mm -hmm. to me like phenomenon in general but it is incredibly fascinating to me one uh i people went crazy thinking like that uh, i can't it's really hard to sum up but a lot of religious groups were like oh no that's got the devil that's got the devil rainbow bright she's got a star on her cheek that's the devil Mm because it's like they went crazy yeah and then movies got super popular. Like before that, the exorcist was huge as far as like affecting the American culture on how people viewed demonic possession because horror movies changed the perspective. So people that weren't religious now suddenly feared demonic possession, which is really interesting to me because I'm like, in order to believe in, you know, say demons and devil, then therefore you have to believe in the other. You have to believe in God and angels. And so it's just this fascinating thing, like psychological thing where, because you've even said like, oh, maybe I should rethink my religious stance because it's like, and it's that whole term like God fearing, Mm -hmm. which is such a sad, like to me, like to go into religion, like Mm -hmm. I just want to be protected. (laughs) Like I'm like, oh, but there's so many good and positive things. Insidious. Insidious was the movie. That's the movie Insidious. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's um, a demon haunting but this that's, kid. Check it out. Yeah. You just described the 
the psychological effects yes. that this can have and to another, make you rethink things. Another thing too is some people think that when people encounter things like that, um, like this poor person who's had this same horrible haunting vision his whole life, people think maybe it's like severe sleep paralysis or some sort that's, of mental disorder. That's what I was thinking. Or like little like seizures and people seem right. to have visions or something. Right. So that's another thing too is could it just be something like that? There's a really interesting clip of Dr. Phil. You should check it out. Um, it's this girl that claims that she's been you know, like possessed by demons. And I'm not going to say that everyone that's had an experience has, you know, a mental illness. But some very well could be. And it's yeah. just this short, like, like 10 or, you know, like eight minute thing where he he goes through the experiences she's had when she's had them. And they usually follow um, like traumatic events mm -hmm. and he describes he's like I think you might have schizophrenia and she's like yeah but when they put the holy water on me when they do this like I feel better and he's like have you heard of the placebo effect and so like even as a religious person um, but my stance on uh, view on demonic possession is, is very different than than most it's really 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 hard to happen <laughs> so it's hard for me because I'm biased but um it was just interesting how he was explaining how if you believe that it's going to make you feel better then it, then it will. Mm -hmm. And I just, I found it like incredibly like fascinating. So mm. I should send that to you guys. To end, I want to talk a little bit about how you can avoid these situations and cleanse your, your, your home or your dwelling. First off, my computer says, hello. First, I think the first thing to do is to, for anyone, I'm never going to say like my religion is the right way. Whatever's comfortable and what people are drawn to, whatever your culture says or your religious predilections, like go towards that first. Um, advise your spiritual leaders because I personally believe that if something bad is haunting you or you feel something in your home, if you go at it with something that you feel drawn to, like a practice or a ritual, it kind of has to respect that. I don't know. I don't know how other people feel about that, but I, I'm not going to tell a Buddhist to call like a priest. That's not how that, you know, works. And so go towards that every, there's so many different ways in different cultures to like cleanse a home and to invite good spirits and, you know, let go of bad spirits. And yeah, it's, there's actually a lot of really beautiful practices. Um, but as far as like, things you can use sage is super popular it's you know in different cultures like with native american cultures and then like the i think there's like a, a term i'm forgetting like neo paganism i think is it so you'll hear like a lot of like members of wicca or different forms of that so a lot of people use sage and it's popular and therefore it has become popular in movies as well um i don't know i white candles this website says i think it just has to do with burning can cleanse the space salt is actually my preference because like multiple cultures around the world use salt salt at a doorway like salt here salt there a circle of salt i actually i have sea salts upstairs that i have my tarot cards in to like cleanse them um but i feel i feel really drawn towards salt it's a natural purifier mm-hmm and it's like so many cultures use salt you, you salt is used to make holy water like there's a lot of things. White roses. I've never heard that. 
Keep salt handy while placing this next item around your home. White roses. That's how it says on the website with exclamation mark. White roses literally suck activity out of the house. White roses in a soap. <laughs> Is it like after they soak up bad energy, to like do you have to throw them away or Let's burn them? See. When the roses dry up, throw them out immediately. Oh, You're right. And I'm rinse salt water down the drain to clear the energy they absorbed. I've been eating them. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. That's great. <laughs> well, they still get thrown They're away. They're so taste salted white roses are so tasty. Expensive. Um yeah. this one on this website, I'll leave I'll leave um a link. Um it's basically your voice and saying that they're not welcome here. I've done that before when I felt not good things. And I think that this can be found in multiple religions. I think it's, there's just this idea of like staking claim of your home. Even have you guys seen Marie Kondo, her little, um, Oh, right. Yeah. Minimize. You know, when she like comes in and she like, like, you know, sits on the ground and touches the ground. It's like, thank you. Like to this home. If you think about it, it's kind of, like there's different practices where you claim your home mm-hmm. and it's a way it, I don't know that's kind of that's a cleansing way because you're kind of you're taking claim of your home and my personal belief is that anything should listen to you after that but yeah. I know I've seen like different stories where people do that they get fed up with a poltergeist type ghost and they're like hey can you not yeah and then it stops <laughs> and I wonder like if you have to do a specific type of like official like this is not your domain uh-huh. or if you can just say like oh, yeah. hey can you, you just get out particular words yeah for it. yeah mm-hmm. or... <laughs> it was interesting because on my mission I did use Spanish, but that's because I was like, I don't know, maybe this thing speaks Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah. is there a specific? Like, do they? And what kind of languages are they? Yeah. You, if something doesn't work, should you try it in a different language? Yeah, just like look up all these things. I like that Latin. <laughs> Remember the movie The Mummy, when that that one his like weasley friend comes across the mummy and he just he just goes oh, uh, he just cycles uh, through his <laughs> his different. Yes, all these religious, religious like charms, charms and stuff. Exactly, yeah. Saying all the languages. Oh my god! And then the <laughs> and then he does it. He's like, oh, the language of the slaves. It's not even the religious fear. He's like, oh, we speak the same language. I'm going to use you as my language. <laughs> <I speak laughs> Igor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. funny. Yeah, I find that I love that scene. <laughs> usually, that 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 works for the voice thing because usually when I go into a room with people and I start talking, they all leave. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever hate you more than you hate yourself. <laughs> That's a vine we've been watching a lot lately. Oh, vine. But yeah. yeah, that one, that last one is my is yeah because that can be found in, in in different things. And if you have to call a spiritual leader, if not, one I have a friend that she puts a picture in every room in her home even the laundry room there's a picture of her and her husband mm-hmm. and she said that's my way of like protecting every inch of my house my home saying like hey this is mine mm-hmm. and i was like really because i was um she's like this is the first time anyone slept in my basement and so i had to make sure there's a picture everywhere like in every room i was like really she's like yes that's my that's my ritual that's me saying like you're not welcome here like only my family and my loved ones and i was like huh, that's cool She's like, so that's why my picture's on your nightstand. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Okay, that's all we have for Ghost Lore. And I want to thank Cecily. 
Woohoo! And Nathan. <laughs> Thank you. And Chris. Boo. He's <laughs> a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. I'm glad you guys joined me. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I definitely learned some new things while looking this up, and it was fun to share stories with Cecily and Nathan. And we hope you catch us next time. Till then, my little strangelings. Bye. Thanks for listening, my little strangelings. I hope you join us next time. Scare you later. So ever seen a mist or fog that almost looks like it's swirling? If so, you may have been witnessing. <laughs> That's an interesting word. That's <laughs> such a good blooper section. <laughs> Let's start over. I can't just improvise. Start with yo, yo, yo. <laughs> That'll always get you right. <laughs> and what okay. should I say about it? <laughs> you could what just yo, 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 it? ghost lord. Oh my god. Cut it, print it, turn up the bass. All right. <laughs> 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 so she clicks it, you just start laughing. <laughs> okay, Chris is going to give us. A- You're going to set it up. What? Too? No, God. I'll get her today. So. I will go first. You should sign up intros to these. Good Loki boy. Okay, so to start off, we're going to read. It's fine. I got to make noises, touch you, or even emit an odor like perfume or cigar. Emit. That's what I'm saying. Emit? Yeah. What did I say? Uh, Emit? (sighs) It did sound like emit. Okay. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. That has been ghost. Like very small sentence, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, like honestly, that was almost awkward. I know. I'm like uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> Don't you add tag to the, the, the? I have a thing that I add to it at later, the very but I don't know how to wrap it up. Yeah, I think just a you as the host taking taking reins and being like, well, that's all we have for you, and just kind of like, okay. and and something like that. Of just like, well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. That was ghost lore and a lot of the things mm-hmm. that come along with it. You know, check out the next one where I have no clue what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you I know, but or something sounds. like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, um, it doesn't have to be a whole long title, but yeah. just sort of like this. Gosh, that was ghost lore. I hope you enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll trade you. Kind of like when we would come out at the end of an improv show and the host would say like something. Yeah. 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 Just to mm. kind of like bookend. Yeah, I don't. I still those hosting things. Awkward on that. Okay, let's try it again. Okay. Hey, if I could host a show, you can do this. <laughs> I was not a good host. And, you are and, good at this. <laughs> and maybe it is like a a first like. And we hope you catch us next time, and we'll see. Blah, blah, blah. It's hard. It's hard. It, you, you need it. It just may, okay. Me, I think it makes us a little. It does. It does. Professionalism. Mm. Okay.